Hey everybody, this is the BSN Avalanche Podcast presented by Total Beverage. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you guys about this really awesome deal for BSN listeners. If you didn't know by now, Total Beverage is delivering beer, wine, and liquor to anywhere in the North Metro area from Wheat Ridge down to Erie. For a limited time, Total Beverage is offering $10 off your $50 or more purchase on their website and on their app. Use the promo code BSN10 to save $10 off your $50 or more purchase for all of your parties and events and have it delivered straight to your door. Now let's jump into the show. This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast, powered by the BSN Denver Podcast Network. Going to work, crisscrossing with Jost. Right in, turned out by Jari. That was a one-on-two. And Jost. The best avalanche coverage in Denver. Welcome into the BSN Avalanche podcast. Coming to you on a fun Tuesday afternoon here. Special podcast today. Adrian Dater, solo cast. Coming to you live from Bender's Bar and Grill. The best hockey bar in Denver. Not just hockey. All sports here. TVs galore. Hockey is a definite theme in this bar. It's connected to two hockey rinks at the Westminster. Three hockey rinks. I'm corrected right away by my guest who's going to be introduced in a second. Three hockey rinks here at the Westminster Complex. Across the street from the Westminster Promenade, right next to the Weston Hotel. You can't miss Bender's. It's been an iconic place here in Westminster for many years now. Original framed, original six jerseys here. I'm looking at, I see Avalanche souvenirs galore. I see a story I wrote from 2001 hanging on the wall. You always got to love a bar when you come into a place when you see one of your own stories hanging on a wall. You know that you're A, old, B, eh, you did something in your life anyway. I got a Claude Lemieux jersey, framed, game-worn jersey hanging on the wall. Hanging on the ceiling, actually, not framed, just hanging on the ceiling. And I'm with the proprietor, the owner, the legend himself, former colleague of mine for many, many years at the Denver Post, the one, the only, Jim Armstrong. Jim, welcome to your own bar. Welcome to your podcast that you helped sponsor. Thank you very much for coming on. Ready to talk some hockey, man. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> now, you know that before I get started, folks, i got to tell you, you got to come out for the food, too. This is the only place that I know of in this area that serves poutine, all right? If you don't know what poutine is, go look it up. Just say it's a hockey mainstay. It's a staple of any hockey fan's diet. You must it's have it. Canadian hangover food, okay? Canadian hangover food is right. It's also American hangover food. So I've heard. It's it's on the menu here. It's it delicious stellar. food. Jim Armstrong's Bender's Bar and Grill has tremendous food. I had the Philly, uh, the Philly. Sandwich now, but I, it's a different. What's the name of it again? The Philly. Well, we got the uh, the breakfast Philly. The breakfast Philly is what I had, yeah. and it was delicious. Uh, a Philly cheesesteak with 
scrambled eggs on it. A couple of scrambled eggs weaved in and some hash browns. and It's very good. Who, good who came up with that stuff? idea? Uh, that would be me. <laughs> poutine. Is that another hangover food? I bought the place I came in and asked my GM, how can we be a hockey bar and not have poutine? And she's like, what's poutine? I said, oh, I got a lot of work to get done here. <laughs> It's, uh, it's a tremendous menu. Menu's changing. Uh, some updated menu items yeah, coming in three, three weeks. Maybe four weeks. Mm-hmm. Trying to do some good stuff. The thing I'm happy about is I'm, I'm from uh, southern Wisconsin, just north of Chicago. We're getting the uh, Vienna uh, Italian beef sandwich, which is a Chicago legend. I know all about Vienna beef. Au Oh, yeah. It's oh, good duty. Au wow. oh, Getting that. More and more stuff from scratch on our menu. Good Good duty. Excellent, Jim. Uh, wow. Yeah, you got to come out to Bender's Bar and Grill. It's the best hockey bar by far in the area. A lot of good hockey games coming up, not the least of which involve our own Colorado Avalanche, Jimmy. Who would have thought we'd see the day when we'd when's have the a play? Last time you said that. I'll tell you what, Adrian, we have been the Johnny come latelys, if you will, now. Uh, yes. We have been packed, and I mean packed for every Avs game. So fans are starving for a winner. I mean, and the other thing is. We could, we've all seen the last few years. They've got great young talent. It was a matter of whether they were all going to put it all together. But uh, you look at this team. Now we got a real-life superstar. Say what you will about Landis Gog and the rest of them. But yeah. McKinnon's the top. You tell me. Three yeah. or four player on the planet? Uh, I would say, uh, I mean, honestly, I would say the, the best player in the playoffs right now. Connor McDavid has the most talent probably of any player in the league. And he's a little bit faster than McKinnon. Now, by degrees here we're talking. But no, I think he's the best player in the league right now playing. He single-handedly turned that series around the Calgary playing, so we'll get into that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they've got a superstar. They've got a hot goalie. They've got a new kid from college, a ringer. You know, Kale McCarr just signed Who's college player of the year. Who's getting valuable practice time. And well, he probably needed a little rest after the little whirlwind tour. Yes, I, I mean, I don't on. know if he needed to practice after what he showed in his first three games without even ever playing in the NHL. The kid comes in and scores, oh, by the way, just a goal in the first shot he ever takes in the league. Plays 20 minutes or so. The, you know, definite difference in the series already. I mean... I always have mixed emotions, though. Yeah. When a team's on a roll and they're going to get... Ten days to two my weeks first off. Question to you, Jimmy. What, what, a, yeah, you never know about that. But I always wonder about the first game, the first period of the first game. I could see them getting off to a slow start mm-hmm. in the first. It's just don't ask me why. Don't ask me why. Maybe it's the human condition. Yeah. Maybe it's all psychological. But when you've had that layoff against a team that hasn't had anywhere near as long a layoff. I, the history records, it'll show you. I know. The team that had the long layoff, everybody says, oh, it's all good. We got yep. some rest. We got this. We got that. But they just they lose a little something. But in the early going of the next series, I'll tell you what. Here's my thing on the abs. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care if they were the 8 seed or the 18 seed. And I don't care what they did three or four months ago. We all know how their season went. Started out great, went in the tank for a good long while, mm-hmm. finished like hell on wheels. Mm-hmm. But right now, as we speak, there's no reason why they can't win the cup. None. It really isn't, especially, Jim, as you know, we have we've had four we have four wild cards in the NHL. Three are already advanced to the next round. And a fourth, the other fourth, Carolina, could win tomorrow in a seventh game against Washington. We've already made history with three wildcard teams advancing out of the first round. If we have four, I mean, I don't know if that's ever happened in any sport. The four bottom seeds 
have beaten the four highest seeds if that happens tomorrow. We've already got three. What you're saying is the NHL playoffs (laughs) are much better than the NBA playoffs. Right, as if an eight seed is going to beat a one seed. We saw that with the Nuggets against the the Jazz 20 years ago. 28 years ago. It never happens. The Sonics. Yes, I know. And I've already, I'm sort of, I don't know if I'm well known for it, but I occasionally take a little jab at the NBA playoffs occasionally when the, you know, especially I did the other night, you know, I give a snoozing sign to the NBA playoffs. NHL upsets, long series, excitement, NBA, Golden State Warriors win the first round. Hey, folks, let's have a. You know, let's have a parade for the uh, Warriors again. A little tip to your followers here. <laughs> yeah. Google this up. What Jim Armstrong, ESPN page two, okay. NBA slash NHL playoffs. I did this hysterical column about why the NHL playoffs are much better than the NBA playoffs. Good for you. Probably, oh, I don't know what it was, 15 years ago, 12, 14 years ago. Yes. But, oh, I firm, I've yeah. always felt that way. I don't care how big of an NBA fan you are. And I appreciate NBA players and their talent. Oh, sure. Right now, as we speak, we have, this is going to kill you because Mr. Larry Bird fan. The two greatest shooters in the history of the game are both not only current in today's NBA, they're on the same team, okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Curry and Durant are unbelievable. Is Durant really the greatest shooter, oh, though, or is yeah. he – I he's, thought Clay Thompson was almost as good. Well, there uh, you go. But, yeah. He's probably top ten. It's amazing. I mean, I will say that Curry is a damn good shooter. I mean, he takes 88 shots a game. The NHL is just such a – Yeah. It's such a passion you know, play. Here's the ironic thing about the NHL, in a way, though, is – I think the best round for the NHL is the first round. The cup finals are probably the best, most exciting when you have a good... The first round of the NHL playoffs are really where the most well, exciting... You, you never it know. sort of levels out a little bit after the next year, two rounds. When you get two eights beating two always, ones, yeah, absolutely, this year. It's always that way, though, because the fans are so excited. They, they, the NHL fans have really made it, I call it, you know, a church-like atmosphere where they, you know, you all come and dress in the same color. You're at the same pews together. You're all singing the same songs. You know, it's become like European soccer in a way where everybody's just a religion almost for NHL playoffs. And it's become a kind of a March Madness atmosphere to me. And I think that's where the NHL is taken off in a way is playoffs. Now, okay, regular season, no, 82 ident- games. Has some identity issues, Adrian. I know. And, they, and got their the purists. ratings are down this they year. They got their loony birds, their purists, oh. their Canadian oh, crowd. They, they got tons, all that. They tons of those. What they need is the casual fan to engage. Yeah. One of the issues they've always had is just name recognition. You know, the, know. Some of the Eastern European players, some of the fans are like, well, who are these guys? But now you look at this abs team. Yeah. They got real-life stars with identity. Landis Gog, I mean, McKinnon. Yeah. Uh, ranting and go right down list. They got a hot goalie who's not for a week or two. He's been riding it for a good long while now. Yeah, about so three weeks. So not only can they win the cup, they're fascinating to watch. Uh, they beat the Calgary Flames, the number one seed That's in the West. Over. Five games. Uh, really was not even close at times. They outshot them, you know, two to one a lot of games. It used to be the old outs would be outshot two to one, and they'd have to win on great goaltending. They still needed great goaltending at times, but man, I mean, if not for Mike Smith in the first round, every game would have been 12 to one. I mean, Mike Smith made 50 saves in game three, 50, and he still lost six to two. Well, so, what's it tell you? <laughs> the abs, the, what it tells you is the abs have gotten will. a lot better, real in a hurry. They've gotten somehow they figured out a way to get the puck a lot more than the other team. And Calgary was not chopped liver. I mean, they won 107 points for, you know, for, not for nothing. To see him get shut out in the first shutout, right? The first game yeah, was 4 nothing. Yeah, shutout. They did start slow, well, like a little layoff. Still, 
Yeah. They didn't show much. To turn right around and not skip a beat to bounce right back. Yeah. Wow. That showed me a lot. They were yeah, down one goal with less than three minutes to go. Bednar called a timeout, and they actually scored off the timeout, but it was kind of not the really the play he drew up. But they did score. And after that, it was Nathan McKinnon's show. I mean, he scored that goal coming down the right side. A, a smoker. I mean, a shot was straight out of, you know, howitzer. The key to me was they came home game three, not self-satisfied, not thinking that, you know, okay, we're, we're at home. We can we can take it easy a little bit, like a lot of Avalanche teams have done. They came out on fire. Buried that team right away. Just a quick couple power play goals. The crowd, though, was... Made a real difference. Now, when's the last time we could say the Avalanche crowd made a real difference for the home team? It's been a long time, right? They were loud and proud and really made a difference in this series. I think the hockey passion is back among oh, these dying fans. for winter. This town's yeah. dying for It's been a good long while now. You know this, Jimmy. And you know what? Not only have they been losing, they've had a lot of drama. Yeah. The whole Duchesne thing, the whole O'Reilly thing. What's up with the drama? Yeah, you no. can't be losers with drama. The Patrick Waugh drama, too. Of, Patrick Waugh comes here, and then he quits. Yeah, we just talked about the Golden State Warriors. There's a lot of drama on that team. Kevin Durant's always got some issue with yeah, the media, yeah. but they win. All sins are forgiven if you win. You can't go out and not make the playoffs or be an also-ran type team with drama. But I'll tell you what, I, what I find fascinating is this team seems to have taken off when they got rid of Matt Duchesne. And we're wondering about the long-term fallout benefit, if you will, from that trade. We'll see. But the dynamic of the team, the dynamic of McKinnon, seemed to have changed the minute they ran off Duchesne. Well, it did. I mean, not only did it better the locker room chemistry, I can tell you that firsthand, but, you know, they got Sam Gerrard, who turned out to be a real good defenseman right away. They got the number one pick of Ottawa Senators. Of course, the Avalanche, the only bad luck they've had in the last week, they lost the draft lottery again. The only team to have two, you know, worse records going into the draft, meaning the only way they could, lowest they could pick is fourth. If they lose all the ping pong balls, and of course they lost them again. So instead of getting the number one pick or the second pick, and a guaranteed stud player, and now they've got to go into the draft with number four, that's another podcast. Bottom line is, they've still got a lot of dividends coming from the Duchesne trade. Uh, and quite frankly, I talked to a very, very experienced NHL broadcaster in the last round, and he said, you know what? I would have taken Gerard straight up for Duchesne. And the, <laughs> straight up. For, and, and they still got a bunch of draft picks that, that are still developing from that deal. Well, they traded him under duress. <laughs> yeah. The whole league knew they had to get rid of him. And everybody made fun of thought he was going to get 70 cents in the dollar. Instead, they got $2 on the dollar. And everybody made fun of Joe Sackick for that, saying, what are you doing, man? What, you think you're going to get a lot for this shit? happen. Somehow, they, he made guy, yeah, One wait, thing I've learned, I've covered sports for a million and one years. If a guy doesn't want to be on your team, get rid of him. I don't care who you're talking about. Well, the ironic part is we could still see a Avalanche versus Matt Duchesne final. <laughs> He's work. in the second round, that too. Would work. That would work. <laughs> He's helped the Columbus Blue Jackets into the second round. Uh, didn't help the Senators get there, but uh, he's, he was picked up by the Blue Jackets at the deadline, and, and uh, they're still very much alive after knocking off the, oh, by the way, number one, the team that tied the all-time NHL record for wins this year, the Tampa Bay Lightning, gets swept in the first round by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, you know that there wasn't a single, apparently, a track, DraftKings sportsbook said they didn't get a single bet on the Blue Jackets. 
for that series. Not one. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't some dummy just make fifty dollar bet? At, you know, don't doesn't everybody do that? On a, on a, on a, I couldn't believe it. I mean, uh, you know, I I do some writing for a gambling site now, and uh, you know, that's what they said. Like, boy, you could have made. Who you write for? I know. Well, no, that's not true. That's not true. I uh, you gotta you gotta get out there and hustle, though, man. Right? Jesus, gone are the long long ago print days where we just set our own agenda and. Let them eat cake, as we used to say. Eva Perone would say. <laughs> we'll get around to it when we feel like it. Not anymore, pal. 24 7 is the new cycle. No new cycle anymore. It is instant. Instant. Remember the days when we'd. God damn, I'm going to have to write till 6 p.m. tonight. Damn it! You know? <laughs> my, my bar time is going to be delayed a little bit here, guys. i got to write till 6. Not anymore. Uh, let's take our first break. You want to come back for a little bit of the segment, too? As long as the beer is cold. All right. Sounds good. This is the BSN Avalanche podcast coming to you live from Bender's Bar and Grill. We're going to be right back, talk a little more Avalanche playoffs action, a little more of what's coming up at Bender's. Do that right after this, two and two. Thanks for listening, folks. See you right around the bend. Hyperelectric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market. We believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers. That was Jim. He's been a customer of Piper Electric for over a year now and loves it so much that he recommends his own clients to them. Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have preferred people to Piper and Piper to them. From residential, commercial, and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs. They've done actually everything from repairing a small wiring situation with a circuit breaker panel to adding additional circuits, adding parking lighting. So really, they have become a one-stop shop for all of our needs. If you call today and use the promo code BSN, you will get $25 off your next service call. That's 303-646-6765 or go to piperelectric.com. And welcome back to Segment number two of the BSN Avalanche podcast. Adrian Dater coming to you live from Bender's Bar and Grill, the outstanding establishment located on the outside of the Westminster Promenade next to the Western Hotel, connected to three hockey rinks here. Denver's best hockey bar, bar and grill, best food. Anything you can want here, you got it. It's like Alice's Restaurant. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Armstrong is my guest, proprietor of Bender's. We're talking Avalanche playoffs. We still don't know who they're going to play tonight. Uh, Jimmy, any, uh, you know, I know you're not Mr. Needy Gritty Hockey fan, but you're a hockey fan. Who do you want to see I was playing next round? Anybody? Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> I'll tell you what right now. Although uh, it'll hurt my business. So many of our regulars are like, hey, can you give me tickets? They want to go. They're dying to go to Vegas. Really? Oh, dying to go to Vegas. Apparently there's so something want. to do in Vegas other than watch hockey. That's <laughs> yeah. the rumor. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard this. Wayne Newton, is he still alive? He's still playing, isn't he? Dunk a <laughs> I actually saw Brit- Britney Spears. He's and, alive, but he's embalmed. Yeah. I actually saw Britney Spears about four years ago in Vegas for some reason. Don't ask me how. But it's actually a very good show. It's, good I mean, to be it's on a great Just show. Warming up. Beautiful. Yep. Yep. Uh, you can talk me into that. 
Now, you're right. gonna be tickets, right, Adrian? I can I'm get going. you tickets. Okay. I can get you tickets. Like Alice's restaurant, you can get anything you want. Uh, yeah, well, either series is gonna be tough, but uh, they'll start out on the road. The Avalanche are gonna be on the road no matter what. The rest of the playoffs, they had the worst record of all the 16 teams into the playoffs, so they will have they'll be on the road to start any series. Uh, maybe that's a good thing for the Savs team. I mean, you've seen runs before where. Teams love that underdog road mentality. You've covered teams that did that. What do you think it is about that, though, that gets into a team's mind? Do you think it's really a thing, or do you think it's just fluke? You know, I mean, a team playing well is a team playing well. It doesn't matter. Or do you think somehow being on the road and that whole underdog mentality is a, is a real thing, a real thing? You saw it with the Broncos. Remember their run? I mean, their first Super Bowl, they won. Yeah, I mean, the hot team in the NHL more than any other playoffs. The hot team yeah. has the best chance. I mean, the NBA, you can get a hot team, but you know what? When it's all said and done, officiating comes into play. Uh, it's difficult to get calls, uh, which really bothers me about me the too. NBA. Me too. It really bothers me. me. It's just so subjective. Me You don't too. get that kind of stuff in the NHL. Me you too. get a team that's hot like the Avs, a team that believes. And again, hey, talk about Makar all you want. Adrian, I don't want to rain on the parade. I think the kid's going to be a very, very small factor in these. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, think he's going to be much. He's I'll pretty good. It's all said and done. He gets 10, 12 minutes a night on the ice, something like he that. He got 20 last game. I bet he's pretty small factor. But now, having said that, if he does factor, if he is an impact player in this series, any series, it's one of the great stories ever. It is. I mean, it is. Kobe Baker one day, impact player in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Literally next the next day. I mean, I think he had, yeah, he had one day of rest. He, you know, he's he was the number four pick in the draft. He went to college for two years. He wins the Hobie Baker. Uh, he's he 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 appears ready built for the NHL with his speed. He's not as small as people think. He's I think he's almost six foot, maybe not a little under that. I mean, I'm you know I, I'm six six. I know I'm standing above him, but it wasn't. He didn't look too small to me. Uh, He's got the skills be a great to be, he's he's the skills be, to make an impact. Gonna be a great player. It's, I think. Just, it's it's a lot to ask of a kid, but hey, I, I root in the storylines, and it's yeah. it's a great storyline. And like I say, it doesn't matter. There's yeah, there's a reason they were the number one eight or the number eight seed. Okay, two or three months ago they were terrible. Not 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 marginal, not bad. They were terrible at various points during the season. You wondered if the coach was gonna get the action oh. minute. The season was over I mean, I and the whole nine yards. But you know what? None of that matters. That's ancient history. No. This team's on a roll, and in the NHL playoffs, we've seen it before. A roll can take you a long ways. March 15th, they were, I believe, seven points out of the playoffs. A little less than three weeks to go, and they they found a way. They got some help from other teams. And, oh, by the way, they went on a 8-0-2 run. They're 12-2-2 in their last 16 games. Huh? So they've got the third, the goalie with the third highest saves percentage in the playoffs so far. Just a couple points back of the leaders. And they've got probably the best forward in the league right now, Nathan McKinnon. Mojo going on the power play. So, yeah. The power play has been... How quick is Rand? I mean, yeah. wow. And he played a little bit hurt that series, too. You know, and he's... he's you talk about layoffs. Everybody's so. playing a little bit hurt yeah, right now. Yeah, I know. He was a little bit banged up, though. And that rest will help him. You're right, though. Any more than, like, a week, you start to worry a little bit about some rust setting in a little complacency so uh i don't think it'll be a factor though i mean i think they know they're playing later this week and everybody's getting hyped up 
what did you think of Varlamov losing his job like that? I mean, we talked about Varlamov last time you were on. He's not a happy camper. No. He wants to play, and he, he was mad that he lost his job. But what are you going to do well, now? You can't play. When you're a hot team, you got to go with the hot hand. You That's just all over. I mean, deep down, I promise you, he understands it. Of course. It's difficult. It's difficult for him. It's difficult for the coaching staff. But, hey, the other right. players understand it. He understands it. These kind of things happen in pro sports. How about Isaiah Thomas with the Nuggets? Yeah. He came here. Yeah. He thought he was going to get I 35 know. minutes a night. He's getting 35 minutes a month. <laughs> He's a mop-up guy now, right? He's a garbage time guy. But you know what? Yeah. He showed a lot of class. Yeah. He's accepted it. He understands it. And sometimes you just got to do that. Hey, it isn't about the individuals. Not a playoff time. I mean, it's great that the Nuggets are, you know, this is the first time in uh, since 2010 both teams have been in the playoffs in the same year, Avs and Nuggets. I'm I mean, well aware. It's been it's been great for, for us sports bar owners. And I'm not a sports bar owner, right? But I'm a sports bar enthusiast. It's been great for your business, right? Enough, I mean, you might as well be Nuggets, owner. Nuggets are getting a crowd coming in, I assume, too. I mean, this is, this is you know, it's just great to see. Remember this seat. town used to they be? They were almost yeah. the number one seed. I'm curious about the Nuggets. What do you think of Jokic, real quick? Well, I, I think he's just... He's, he's a very skilled player, but you add it all up. The Abs have a much better chance of winning a championship this year than the Nuggets. And frankly, really? in the future, too. Yeah. Wow, I don't care. Eight seed, two seed, I don't care. The Avs have a better chance than the Nuggets. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Well, Nuggets have a bunch of really good players who yeah. bought into a team kind of concept. I, they've done great things, no question about it. They're fun to watch. Jokic has turned into a, a great player. He's a very skilled player. Adrian, eight assists a game. He's averaging. Yeah. He he is yeah. very skilled with the he ball is. in his hands. He's got great feet, but. Yeah, it's, why is he so heavy, though? Why can't he lose 15, 20 pounds and get a little quicker? You're asking me why you can't lose 15 or 20 <laughs> I'm asking myself, I know, right? I'll be the worst first to look in the mirror right now. It's like, God, can't you lose 15, 20 pounds, kid? You've lost a lot of weight since your, your playing days. A little bit, yeah. Well, <laughs> keep it under 300. Keep it under 300. <laughs> oh, God, I'm, I'm starting to have to say that. Uh, when a dog wants to take a leak on you, you know it's time to lose, <laughs> lose a little weight. <laughs> can I say that on your podcast? Oh, I, yeah, I just did, can, so apparently can I say, can. We can say pretty much anything on the BSN Avalanche podcast. Uh, you covered a little hockey back in the day, just a very I little. I was part of the playoff crew. That you were part of the playoffs. You got any hands, stories you can tell from all, the days? Oh, I, oh, I, I know you were there. I was a kid who was just sort of I tunnel vision. If I actually covered all the the blood baths with the Red Wings, I know I'm you sure were there I did. For I, some... I can't sit here. That was years ago. Boy, it was a long time ago. Either. I seem to remember you talking a little bit to Patrick Waugh at times. Here and uh, there, yeah. I remember when. I was just a face in the media crowd, though. I was never any high-profile presence on the hockey beat. I remember when Waugh first was traded to the Avs. You were in a scrum talking to John Elway, who was still a player, of course. Why isn't it and he, Roy? And he said, why isn't it Roy? <laughs> and you could hear yourself laughing in the back. <laughs> See, here's the, so I'm from Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Why isn't it Roy? The thing has always been, I've covered so many sports where I've had to know the salary cap and all the agents. I've had to have this intense awareness level, which you have to do to cover the beat, right? I didn't have to do oh, that do? with hockey. <laughs> okay. I didn't have to do that with hockey. I could just be a fan of hockey. I'm from Wisconsin. I was raised on ice skates. I know all about hockey. 
but I don't. Again, I don't know all the agents. I don't know all the yeah. inside, yeah. the business dealings and all that. I don't know which players are kind of bad guys, which players are great guys. I just en- enjoy the sport because it's just a, a sport I enjoy. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I feel like you Yeah, you do enjoy the sport. You uh, Do you find it, you know, the, the thing that hurts hockey a lot is mainstream media for some reason always feels a little intimidated by the sport like nah, i don't quite get it you know it's their sport over there that's canada's sport it's really not that hard of a sport to really figure out i mean you got to put the puck in the net more than the other guys you can't skate over the you know the, the blue line before the puck that's offsides really the rest of it is kind of you know just go out there and hit guys and you know it's a pretty simple game why do you think it, mainstream media just can't quite grasp it in this country still? You'd never see it on the countdown shows. You never see, you know, Will Bond and Kornhauser talking. Huh? You know, why do you think that yeah, is? Like I said, they have a bit of an identity crisis. No question about it. A lot yeah, of the, a lot of, lot of the like, players are from uh, Eastern Europe. I, I mean, I get that. So are NBA good, guys, bad, though. Indifferent. It just is so is Jokic, and everybody goes gaga yeah. over him. But you know, for the most part, the players are American, so they've got a little bit. But here's the here's my thing. I mean, I can tell when a player is skilled. I mean, the first time I ever saw Peter Forsberg yeah. skate, I'm like, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was knew I was That's watching. True. It was like watching Willie Mays play center field. You yeah. knew you were watching something special. Or Gretzky or Lemieux. That's one of the right? great yeah. losses in Denver sports history. The Peter Forsberg career was cut short by bad ankles. I know. It is. He went on to Philly and had a couple good years. He went the last three, four years. Came back here twice. People forget he came back a third time. Everybody forgets those final two games. He's uh, like trying to play baseball with a chronic sprained wrist or something. You can't do it. Fopa just became a, uh, just bought into a, an agency. He's going to be kind of a closer for Claude Lemieux's player agency now. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that? You go, Wolf He's just the closer. You go. He's the closer. Yeah, he's just, especially the kids from Sweden, right? We got, they're trying to sign up. By the way, this, this is our guy, Peter Forsberg. Uh, here's the bottom. Let's sign on the dotted line, kid. All right, Adrian. Hockey's been in this town for, what, quarter of a century, whatever what's the, whatever the number is now. If you count the Rockies, too, you know, more than that. 30 years, whatever. 35 years. Number one player you would pay to watch of all the players Forsberg. that come through this town. Forsberg. Peter Forsberg. Love you, Peter Joe. Forsberg, yeah. You know, yeah. love you, Patrick. Love you guys, but nah, 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 nah. Peter Forsberg, Forsberg, for sure. Yep. Who was unbelievable player. Um, the kind of player that you go, ooh. I remember writing that very line one time. His first year with the Avalanche, we all went on a preseason road trip. First trip, trip ever I've been on. I'm a totally green. I thought the Holiday Inn we were staying in in Cornwall, Ontario, was a luxury hotel. That's how much of a hayseed I was. So we went to Montreal for a game in the old Great Forum, right? Just a preseason game. Patrick Waugh was actually playing for the Canadians at that time. And I remember Forsberg made a move with some kind of curl move or something. And the Canadians fans have seen a little bit of good hockey in their day, right? They all went, ooh, like that. And you could tell like that was a different level of like ah and yeah that's when it's that's when i first noticed Forsberg. Plus he <laughs> like, this to, guy might be pretty he good to mix it up a little bit too <laughs> yeah. that was all part of him yeah unfortunately for him he usually you know well he used to get the worst worst of guys you know he used to crush guys then he took a few too many hits at the end but really his footwork is what did him in all right well we're talking 
old days here. Uh, so we got Vegas, we got the Knights, uh, we got the Knights, we got Sharks. Uh, I'll get into more of that in the next segment. We'll, we'll, we'll let you go after this one, but uh, I don't know. I think it'll be a hell of a series if it's Vegas. I mean, that's a tough crowd. Who would have ever thought that Las Vegas, Nevada would have a hockey team, A, almost won the Stanley Cup his first year, and B, have maniac fans who are loud as hell, who are real difference makers. I mean, this can't draw this up. You know, you couldn't draw it up in a Hollywood studio. They would have laughed at you right out of the building. And they have an alleged NFL team coming. Yeah. Down the road. <laughs> Adrian, you don't have to create. The media in this town does not have to create storylines that suggest the Abs can win the next series, or the Cup for that matter. They can. I'm not saying they will, but they can. Hey, listen. Yeah. Fortuitous bounces here and there. Yeah. Bad penalty. You take a bad penalty here, you don't know. That's what makes it interesting. They have. They definitely are on a roll. They definitely can win. <clears throat> like I said, they've 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 got the best forward. They've got the hot goalie, and they've got a top defenseman right now who's playing great. Plus a lot of little pieces added around. Will they have enough depth? Maybe, maybe. I mean, they, you're definitely going to be uh, you're definitely going to be an active participant in these playoffs, Jimmy. Uh, any uh, any 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 final. Uh, you know, uh, advertisements for people to come out on to Benders and, uh, and watch these playoffs. I know every night's a crazy night here, but uh, 32 beers on tap, 28 big screens, and you are guaranteed to be shoulder to shoulder with nuclear hockey fans if you come and watch the ads. I mean, I can't sell any better than that, folks. You know, anytime you come out here to Benders, it's uh, it's a hockey experience par excellence. And uh, it's going to be a great Did time. You want the list of the former Avs who've been in here? Sure. Oh. Okay. No, no, I know it is a bunch. Sakic, Wab, uh, go. I mean, oh, go right down the list. All kinds of them. And why not? It's the best hockey bar in Denver. So. <laughs> I remember I was sitting here having a beer one day, and I looked next to me, Adam Footsie. I'm like, oh, oh, uh, hello. And of course, and he leaves, and somebody comes up to me and says. Jimmy, that guy really looked like Adam Foote. It's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You can tell by the big schnoz, I was right? Just gonna say, really? There's another human on only, the planet with a schnoz. Only like Jimmy Durrani had a bigger schnoz. Hey Duke, hey Duke was a, <laughs> not a regular, but he was in here a number of times. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll see probably other ex-Avs. They'll have to be ex-Avs, I hope, in this next series. If uh, you know, maybe some current Avs come in here, sneak in a pop. I don't know. That's off the record if it is. But uh, it's going to be fun, Jimmy. Uh, come on out to Bender's Bar and Grill. Uh, say hi to my buddy Jimmy here. And uh, maybe he'll uh, slip you a free Molson or something uh, now and then. Uh, Jimmy? We are the largest Molson account for uh, Miller Coors in the western United States. I believe that. So many hockey fans we get here. Wow. If I could only get Molson Golden on tap. <laughs> Molson Golden. Does not exist in the United States on tap. Oh, that's Don't right. I think I knew that. Well... Keep at it. Hopefully that'll come. But uh, you got enough other beers to uh, stem the tide until then. Jimmy, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, great to have you. Let's uh, let's see what the next round brings. Maybe I'll sit here before the next series. We'll break it all down there, too. Let's thanks do for it. coming on, man. Let's do it. Okay, that's Jimmy Armstrong. We're going to come back for segment number three. I'll, I'll wrap it up here. Give some final thoughts on on maybe who I think the Avs might want to play. Talk a little bit more about the, uh, the off period here and, and more just about avalanche hockey in general this is the bsn avalanche podcast adrian data we'll be right back 
If you're living in Colorado and you are craving some good old Southern barbecue, be sure to give Moe's Original Barbecue a try. My favorite thing about Moe's Original Barbecue is we are a Southern soul food revival. We make everything from scratch daily, house-made smoked meats, and customer service to the next level. That was Robbie Peoples, one of the managers over at Moe's Original Barbecue. And like he mentioned, they have incredible food, awesome customer service, and I think my favorite part is how cool the environment is in both of their locations. We have live music at Moe's at our south location, 3295 South Broadway, which is a full PA system, ticket sales. Uh, we have national bands. We have local bands. If you're a local band interested in playing, feel free to contact us at mosdenver.com. We would love to have you come down and play for a big old party at Mo's Original Barbecue. Not only do they have live music, but they also have a bowling alley and a dozen TVs with all of your favorite games on. They have two locations, one in downtown Denver off Broadway and 6th, and of course the other one that Robbie mentioned in Inglewood. I would recommend some Mo's to someone because we cater to all needs, a family-friendly atmosphere. We have Colorado beers on tap, all the games on the TVs. It will blow your mind with amazing barbecue. And welcome into segment number three of the BSN Avalanche podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Dater, coming to you, as you've heard, from Bender's Barn Grill, Westminster Promenade, Denver's best hockey bar. Come on out, tell them Adrian sent you. Have the Philly breakfast sandwich a philly cheesesteak with the scrambled eggs in it i'm telling you folks may not sound good but it is damn good try the poutine try everything on the menu it's great here you got a hockey player right on the menu too so that's that's a bonus that's a bonus as they say in hockey uh segment number three let's just wrap it up with a few minutes of talk i mean Honestly, folks, uh, I don't really think it matters that much who they play. Uh, we'll have Game 7 tonight. Sharks, Knights. Uh, I will give you my thoughts, though. Uh, I feel like the Avalanche don't m- match up as well. I think, the, I think the Golden Knights are a better hockey team. But I don't think that the Avalanche match up well as well against the Sharks as they might the Knights, if that makes any sense. And I think some of it is psychological. I think some of it is uh, the physicality that the Sharks can bring. Uh, I feel like the Sharks and Brent Burns um, and that that bigger forward group sort of have tended to muscle the Avs around a little bit, especially in front of the net. Uh, And I think that the Avalanche have been just a little psychologically afflicted going into San Jose. Um, It's a tough barn for them. I know the Avs have won some games there in the past. Uh, I I sort of said on Twitter that they never win there. They have won there. They won a playoff series in uh, 1999. They beat beat them again in, uh, I believe, 2002 uh, in Game 7 at home. But, you know... They haven't won there in a long, long time. They've lost a couple series to them since then. They lose every regular season game there. Uh, I just worry a little bit about the Avs being in San Jose and kind of this, uh, this haunted house pit in there. It's a tough building. It's a dark building. It's a it's a very pro Sharks crowd. It's a it's just always been a tough, tough place for them to play for some reason. They always seem like they can't score. It always seems like they can't, you know, get timely saves. Um, so that's just my thoughts on that. 
that's just me maybe being, you know, too much living in the past, uh, maybe. I mean, they didn't win in Calgary all that much for many years, and then they go up there and win two out of three. You know, the Nuggets hadn't won in San Antonio for six years. They go in there and win game four. Maybe this is the year of, uh, of the haunted houses being uh, exercised, as it were. Uh, in Vegas, to me, though, is a better team. They're, I think they're faster. They're deeper. Uh, you know, they have a goalie who's won cups before. So, you know, I feel like the Avs, uh, you know, would have a tougher, you know, series against the, uh, oh, I think they're, I think that, I think that the, you know, I think the Avs should match up better on paper against the Sharks. I mean, they're older and slower. The Sharks could not keep up with the uh, Golden Knights the other night in game six. They absolutely could not skate with the Golden Knights. Um, to me, that's why, you know, on paper, it seems like the, uh, the Sharks would be the better matchup. I mean, the Avs are as fast or faster than the Golden Knights. Um, but for some reason, they've never really been able to sort of outskate the Sharks too well. Uh, and some of that has to do with just, I think, the physicality of San Jose, especially their defense. Um, but, you know, if they, play the, uh, if they play the Golden Knights, I mean, um, you know, maybe it's a brand new brand new attitude for everybody. They go into sort of an exciting place to play and kind of excited themselves and you know, we've never really played a playoff series against these guys before, and it's a little fresher for them, maybe, the Avs? I don't know. Just trying to think out loud here. And, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, that they can they can, they can can skate with that team. You know, uh, the, the Knights, though, are a deep team. I mean, you know, I mean, anytime, I mean, they've got, you know, Paul Stastny setting their second line. You know, he's, uh, he skates with... Uh, you know, Max Pacioretty. Uh, I think the top line of Carlson, Marcheseau, and Smith is a really good first line. I mean, but the Shark, I mean, the, the, the Knights just kind of, you know, really come at you with four lines. I think their their fourth line arguably is better than the Avs, although the Avs got a very good series for a series from their fourth line. You know, Gabriel Bork, um, all those guys contributed in their own way. But let's face it. I think, the, I think the Knights have a little bit deeper four lines. Um, and their defense isn't bad either. I mean, I think the Avs have more talent on defense, but the, the Knights do play a very good checking system, all five guys, and their, their, their defense is pretty big and hard-hitting. Um, you know, and then you got Fleury back there, who bad, bad goal aside in game six. He's still a guy who's won a lot of playoff games. Uh, we'll see how, how it goes tonight. I mean, I'm, I'm talking before the game, so whatever team I'm talking about, one of them's going to be moot and won't matter at all anymore. I kind of think that the Knights are going to win game seven. Just my hunch. I think just think they're the better team. I don't think Flurry's going to give up a, a shorthanded goal from 50 feet like he did in game six to Thomas Hurdle. Should be a fun game. Some chirping going on between uh, Gerard Gallant and uh, players of the Sharks and Gallant responded today with a calling Pete DeBoer a quote clown so that should be should make for some good theater going into that uh, when will the series start I don't know uh, the NHL almost certainly is not going to announce their second round schedule until after the uh, game sevens uh, or game seven of uh, Wednesday night between the uh, hurricanes and Capitals. So, unfortunately, we're going to have to wait until, I think, after that game Wednesday night 
Um, we'll know the Avs opponent tonight, Tuesday night. But unfortunately, we're not going to know. Will it, you know, <clears throat> I thought that the Avs, you know, I thought game one would start on a Thursday, but a lot of people are saying, nah, they can't start the series that quick. You know, 48 hours after that. Well, they've done it before. Um, they, the league may want a Thursday, Saturday start to this series. Uh, they may not want the three off days where nobody's playing a hockey game. I'm not sure yet. Best to just wait for the series schedule to come out. Um, personally, I think it's, you know, I kind of hope game one is Saturday. I think that would be a great start for everybody. Give everybody a couple more days off and get ready for this thing properly. But uh, we'll see. It's either going to be, we all know. The only thing we know is they're going to be either in San Jose or Vegas uh, in, a, in a couple, three days minimum. So the Avs have just been quietly going about their business the last few days. Sam Gerrard still skating with the red non-contact jersey. I think it looks orange, but everybody tells me it's red. Um, you know, I think they would take the, the jersey off him and put the regular one on if it was, uh, you know, if he was truly healthy. I don't think they'd be playing any games like this. So I assume that he's still hurt a little bit and uh, probably doesn't look that great for game one for him. Um, we'll see tomorrow. We'll see the practice. Actually, the abs do not practice on Wednesday, so we'll see Thursday at practice what's going on. Uh, he's been out there. He's kind of been regular player, though, in practice. Doesn't seem like he's got a lot of limitations. So I don't know for sure if it's the, you know, really injured or whether they just don't want to mess with success kind of thing and keep giving him more rest. And we're going to keep going with our lineup that's been winning, you know, which is Makar basically taking his place. Cam uh, Makar is certainly not coming out of the lineup at this, at this stage or any stage. He's in to stay. I think it's going to be Patrick Nemeth uh, no matter what. Uh, I mean, Patrick Nemeth is probably going to be the scratch if if Jared Bednar wants to go to 60 when when Gerard comes back. That'll be a tough break for for Patrick, but you know, I mean, I think on paper it's the the thing that makes you know the most logical sense. They're not going to take Kale McCarr out, not now, uh, not with the talent he's got. So uh, Derek Brassard looks like he's back to being a regular player. I would expect him to be ready for game one he, that he will play I know he had a bad first game and then he got hurt but you know what I think it's good for the team to have him in the lineup he adds you know I think he's got 92 games of playoff experience he has won before in this league not a cup but he's been in the finals he's done some good things for the odds let's not judge them all on that one game um, took three minor penalties definitely was not a great player he did get hurt uh, let's welcome him back. I think he can do some good things for this team in this series, and I think that they need more, as much forward depth as they can get. So, so I think that's a great thing for the Avs. Uh, other than that, you know, it's kind of status quo. I mean, uh, you know, the team's getting healthier and healthier. As we talked about with Jimmy, though, that doesn't always – that's not always a good thing, having too much rest. You know, you want to – when you're a hot team, you want to keep playing pretty regularly. So – I don't think rest is going to be a big deal for this team, though. I think that uh, if any team needed a couple more days off, it might be this team. You know, I, I sort of worried that maybe their, uh, you know, gas tank was getting a little low in certain areas with some of their way they were playing. Um, I think the rest will do them good. That said, playoffs opponents are going to get tougher and tougher. This ain't going to be easy, folks. It's the hardest trophy to win. And uh, that won't change this series. But uh, 
that's going to do it. we got the Bruins-Maple Leafs game here on uh, on the big screen here at Benders. I'm going to go ahead and probably jump out of this here. We'll be back with a regular podcast tomorrow. Uh, AJ, Jesse, uh, maybe I'll be on. Who knows? Uh, stay tuned to all our coverage at bsndenver.com. Got some good got some good deals going on. Subscriptions, free t-shirts, whatnot. Check out the site. We will be on the road for uh, the next round no matter what. So just uh, stay with us. Thanks for your support. I'm going to uh, call it a day here. For On behalf of Bender's Bar and Grill, the best hockey bar in Denver, this is Adrian Dater. Thank you for all our support, UBSN listeners, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.